0: What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too ridiculous or weird in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision, coupled with Suzanne's knack of her details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Love, Life and All Things Weird on a to Zen FM with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. To welcome to the Asking a Stupid Questions Show.
2: Well, to stop asking stupid questions show.
1: Oh, yes, but <laughs> I'm looking at our I'm looking at our event and the word stop doesn't show up. It just said <laughs> asking stupid questions.
2: No. <laughs> 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 oh, no, this is so. No, it's, it's so about funny. yeah, I I really like this title actually and Megan you came up with this title. So I'm I impressed. I even did the copy this week. You did. People this is like a first I think. Um I was no, out of draft yeah. Well, yeah, what was,
1: normally happens is I do the rough draft of the copy and
2: then uh, she butchers it.
1: What? And, like I maybe there's it
2: like <laughs> and perfect it. That's what I do. I don't like butcher what you're <laughs> in. You're laughing oh, so at coffin. Anyhow, oh, any my noodle. My goodness. Enough um, about us. Yeah. Enough about <laughs> us and our problems. Um, <laughs> No, actually, I was um, going out of town with my daughter down to St. George to Red Mountain Resort this weekend to do like a mother-daughter getaway. It was like so, so fun. And so I left the reins in Megan's um, capable hands. So I actually was quite um, excited about what you came up with. I have to admit, I was a little surprised at how good it was. (laughs) This is what I'm talking about. I love I think you. People
1: are now, I think people are getting the message now of what happens. Yeah. Generally, oh. there's like one sentence when I write the rough draft that gets in the final copy. But this time, the whole thing. I don't know. I just think you were like, I'm on vacation. I think that's how so much of the copy got through this time.
2: No, but I want to read some of it. Because, seriously, like, the very first thing, your quality of life is a direct reflection of the quality of questions you are consciously or unconsciously asking. Bam! Bam! Are you kidding me? Like, that is so good. See, this is the thing about Megan. Like, she does, like, she likes to talk a lot, if you haven't noticed um but there's this <laughs> there's this like universal wisdom that just like comes in and it's like these these short sentences where it's just like bam and everybody like in classes that she teaches and coaching like we we all just kind of like stop right and we're like whoa what was that and she can usually can't even remember cuz it's just like she's a channel so um, I think you are channeling on mm-hmm. this one. It's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you, honey. Appreciate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's really true. Like the thing is, is that you know, for years and years and years, we've been taught in the metaphysical world that the that our life is dependent on our thoughts, or that our thoughts are having this impact on our lives, and and that's true to some degree because because our thoughts really impact the energy of who we're being. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much the exact thoughts we're thinking, it's sort of the, the energetic quality of the thoughts mm-hmm. that are putting these, you know, kind of frequencies out. But it's actually um, not as specific Not as relevant as the questions that we're asking because the questions are where, what engages the universe. As soon as we ask a question, it begins to engage what they call, what we call the quantum particulates in quantum physics, the quantum entanglements. Basically, it begins to organize the molecules because, because the universe is set up on ask and receive. So when we ask a question, that's when the the movement of creation really begins. And so when we're asking what I call stupid questions, and I'll define that in a minute, but um, what I mean by that is limiting questions, then that's actually what begins to get put in motion for our lives and for our living. And most people don't know, they're basically asking dead-end questions, questions that p- can't possibly go um, actually, beyond the scope of their limitations, and so when if you want any area of your life to change you 've got to take a look at what questions you're asking and upgrade them.
2: You know it 's interesting too, because um, for those of you like you 've been asking questions for a really, really, really long time it 's kind of been part of your life and your world and i would say that for me even now on a day to day basis i'm not nearly as like deliberate or proactive about asking questions um or like you'll literally say it out loud like during your day and you'll write you'll journal questions like um and you you really do ask questions and I think really good questions every day. And it's interesting for <laughs> you guys because she has so many questions that she asks that she starts putting them in her phone um and then they like ding, you know, like they show up every day on her phone. But she has so many of them that when you turn on her computer um, or you look at her phone at any given time. There's like five or six questions that have come through already for the day, um, and so everywhere you go, every every device that Megan has is um, is like full of questions, like dinging at you, which I think is like crazy, right? Because that's not necessarily how I ask questions. Um, like for me, it's more of an intention, like a kind of a question energy that I go forward with in my life. So sometimes I ask specific questions like, what will it take for, you know, depending on what's happening in my life. Um, But it's more of an energy of being in the question for me rather than like specific, um, you know, written down questions. So I just kind of want to throw that out there because for those of you you know, who maybe aren't well-versed in questions or kind of being in that question mindset, you can do it differently, and whatever works for you is great. So this is, you know, that's the awesome thing about Megan and I is we're so different in almost every single way, and so we always give you two options at least when (laughs) when we're talking about topics and subjects for you to try on.
1: Well, we're going to give you options no matter what. That's what we're going to do.
2: That's what we're going to
1: do. Here at Love Love Life and All Things Weird, um, we live life in ease, joy, and glory. And the the questions and the options allow us to live in ease, joy, and glory.
2: (laughs) I don't know. That turned from New Jersey to... Bridget, Help I don't wife. even know. I, I don't know. I, I, I could not like hang on to
1: that. I like it. <laughs> Thank you, darling. We do this Ooh. thing almost
2: every day about ease, joy, and glory. Mm-hmm. It's a to me. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I can't do it nearly as well as you can. Oh, you, you, were, can, you
1: is- were on a roll. I think you got to go.
2: <laughs> do it. <laughs> almost on a daily basis when we're walking, when we're going to get coffee. Um, mm-hmm. We always go into all of life comes to me and ease joy and glory, but it's like, <laughs> see, you do it so much better than I do. It is very oh my, fun.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so amazing. So
2: um,
1: for people that don't know, um, that's a mantra from Access Consciousness, which we both Uh, I'm an access consciousness facilitator, and there's a daily mantra that we do called All of Life Comes to Me with Ease, Joy, and Glory. And it's not really an affirmation. It's more of stepping into a particular energy. And um, we are kids that need variety, so we have to, like, dress it up from time to time. And especially it's really fun to do that. Um, mantra, especially when we're in our shit, because it it like it's almost like this instant shift, right? Where it's like you're kind of in something, and it's like
2: ah, and it's like all of life comes to me, your needs, the joy, your glory, and, and so yeah, and and actually putting it into question form too, right? Since we're talking about questions, like what would it take, darling? I say to you, what would it take?
1: For a little ease, joy, and glory right now.
2: <laughs> oh, no. oh, so, you know, there you go. Welcome to the world of Megan and Suzanne. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, somebody posted on Facebook the other day. I've been so appreciating all the posts on Facebook as people are listening to our archives and they're like, oh, my gosh, it's just the show I needed to listen to. It's becoming like a Bible. Do you remember the days when you used to ask a question and open a page in your Bible? Did you ever do that? (laughs) I even did that because it was a game. I never read the Bible except for when I did that growing up. My daddy was a bishop, so we had those around. But like, or, you know, like we did that with Oracle cards and angel cards and everything. Ask a question and pull a card, right?
2: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Uh Now we ask
2: a question, and they go and pick one of our shows. Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) And somebody was going through this really intense Uh um, death process with a friend, with somebody Uh that they cared about. And they were listening to our show about seriousness, seriosity, Uh Uh and they said that it really opened the space in that process. That is so awesome. That made me so happy, like I that's actually there's been like three posts this week of people listening to archives and going, "Oh my gosh, like this is just what I needed to hear today." So there's another way to play with questions. You can ask a question and grab an archive and see what the hell comes up out of our mouth.
2: I love it, awesome, mm. that's so fantastic, well, so I wanna... the most awesome listeners, we really do. I Yeah, I
1: just want to, and I just noticed our chat room is packed today. And yeah. I, I I love it when you guys come in and ask questions and generate energy. Like for me, it adds so much to the show. I'm the kind of facilitator that I do not operate in a vacuum. And so to be able to, I mean, that's one of the things I love about A to Zen is the capacity to have this chat room and to have our listeners and asking questions and that engagement because your questions, whether you're listening now or you're, you've listened to the archive, um, that your energy is what we are taking from to, to bring tools and information in based mm-hmm. on the questions that you know and don't know, you're asking. And it's such mm-hmm. a contribution. We do have the most awesome listeners, the most awesome producers. They're so fun. We laugh our butts off for the five minutes. Well, for me, it's generally one minute before the show <laughs> when I get my, after all my sound check problems.
2: <laughs> Megan, this is what you call high maintenance for the producers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I was so
1: intentional today. I did all my sound checks myself because they showed me how to do it last week. And and uh, I, I was on before you today. I'm
2: so proud of me. You did. You're awesome, baby. So, yeah, so those of you who haven't come into the chat room and you've been listening live and you've been scared, it really is a fun place. And even when you pop in for a m- minute, we always say hello. So, like, you should really just come. Um, because it's so um, it's so fun in the chat room. So, And all you have to do is go to A2Zen.fm and click the red chat button and, and f- create a name for yourself. You don't even have to put your real name in there. And come in, and then you get uh, yeah. all the behind the scenes. I love that you don't have
1: to have your real name. You know. <laughs> And we do have some fun names that show up in here from time
3: to time. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah.
1: So, I want to dive a little deeper into our content. Um, this is like one of my favorite topics. And I, as you said in the, uh, preamble that I've been doing this for about 15 years, like I've been so obsessed with questions. And, um, one of the things I came up with a metaphor many years ago, but it's, uh, other people have kind of picked it up since then, but it's that the brain is a lot like a Google search engine. And it and it really is operating based on the parameters we're giving it. So when you go into this Google search engine and you say, hey, I want to find a house at this price range in this neighborhood, it will find try to find houses in that neighborhood with that price range. But if there's a house in another neighborhood um, at that price range, but you've decided you can't afford it, it won't show you that.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: that is really how our brain works. When we ask a question and we have a very limited scope of parameters, then the, basically this Google search engine gives us information and the universe gives us information based on those parameters. And so most people don't, basically most people have blinders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't even have parameters. They've got blinders on their questions. You know, it's like, why is this happening to me? It's not a question. What's wrong with me is not a question. What that is, is it's a judgment. And Mm -hmm. so what that, all that, that's just, can you feel the clunk of that energy?
2: Right? What's wrong with me? Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because I think back on my um, previous life, you know, like 10, 15 years ago before I really ventured into inner work and personal development, and pretty much I was running that question unconsciously. 24-7. Twenty four seven. What's wrong mm-hmm. with me? Yeah, yeah. Or, or like, why can't I do this right? Why can't I get this right? It was more like, why can't I get this right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in my relationships, um, in my career, with my kids. Oh my gosh, as a parent, are you kidding me? Every single freaking day, why can't I get this right? What's wrong with me? So yeah. So then, of course, my filter is that, like, basically you know all the ways in which i'm wrong and so then how can i fix that so it was like i was a fix it project pretty much every day in my own unconscious mhm and now so, yes. now like it's so different right like i i hadn't even really considered that or thought about that but it's like um in i would say now the undercurrent that's happening most of the time in my world is what would it take Mhm So I want to just pause that for a second cuz this
1: actually um exemplifies this principle perfectly because when the question, the when the theme of the questions you're asking are pointing in the direction of what needs to be fixed Mhm then the universe will keep showing you things to be fixed.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, that is for me that's the my awareness about the law of attraction that that is the part of it that's really accurate is that whatever you focus on expands. Mm-hmm. But the, but it it isn't just the law of attraction, it's actually how our brain is wired. Okay? So, our brain literally, this is the good news and the bad news, boys and girls our brain is literally hardwired for success. It is designed, and, and actually, if you're listening to this, you're successful. You're one of the lines that didn't die out. Like the And the people who are left on the planet after all the thousands of uh, family lines have died out, we're the ones that have the strongest wiring for success. So <clears throat> if you are focused on what to fix that Google search engine, because we tend to, we tend to fix those things, albeit temporarily, right? It's like, um, oh gosh, how, you know, what am I going to do about this bill? What am I going to do about this bill? We always find a way to pay it. Right? So the brain goes, oh, she's successful. She knows how to pay that bill at the last minute. So I'm going to give her that again because I want to feel successful. The brain has to feel successful. So if you're giving it a constant stream of problems and things to fix, it will continue to seek out things to fix because it feels like you're very successful at that. Mm -hmm. Because if you didn't fix it, you wouldn't be here, you wouldn't be listening to this, you wouldn't have paid your rent and you'd be out on the street and you wouldn't have a phone or a computer to listen to this with. Like you are... (laughs) You know you honey, you were successful at that, but then you get all so the so the brain's like, "Oh, and there's this problem and this problem and this problem, and they told two friends, and they told two problems, and then we had well, you do the math, you're the accountant <laughs> it's exponential exponential, boy, there are some swear words happening in the chat room right now. I think this is bringing up some things for the people.
2: <laughs> we might we might need to go and see what's happening, but we've got it and maybe we can go on break.
1: <laughs> yes, I think we better address the chat room. We need a break <laughs> for the chat rumors. Okay, All everybody. right. <laughs> we'll be back after the commercial breaks.
0: <laughs> Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613 800 8736 Or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. We're having a blast talking about um, the stupid questions that you are consciously or unconsciously Asking And uh, before break, our our chat room blew up (laughs) with all kinds of awarenesses and ah ahas and all the ways in which um, some of the peeps here have been not maybe recognizing the questions, you know, like how successfully they've been um, solving the same problem over and over again that was based on this unconscious question. Mm-hmm.
1: And the other the the thing that's coming up in the chat room a lot is the last minute thing, mm-hmm. and that is that is especially um, true for um, what what access calls humanoids or people who basically sort of are energy creators and. One of the things that we do is that we put things off to the last minute to prove how potent we are so we can pull it off at the last minute. And actually, that's all the more potency most of us have allowed ourselves to have is that last minute juggling act where we pull it off at the last minute, and ta-da! I mean, I have done this my whole freaking life. Like, it happened in college, it happened in high school, right? I was the one writing my, starting the term paper at midnight when it was due at 8 a.m., <laughs> you know, and and then there was something about that where it was like, there was a pride in that. It's like, oh, yes, and I got a B. And then, but the thing about it was, is that it's like, and then I could say, yeah, Gosh, of course I could have had an A if I'd have had the whole time, right? And so there's, like, there's all these, like, kind of built-in safety measures to that. But at the end of the day, it's this place where we're, like, oh, yeah, like, I was successful at that. The brain feels that. You're giving yourself a big pat on the back and a big, there's a big adrenaline aspect to that, which, by the way, is addictive. And then over and over and over and over and over and over
2: again we go, Mm mm-hmm, so everything that this is bringing up for everybody <laughs> from any lifetime and any parallel dimension, including this one, um, where doing something at the last second proved how potent you could be, can we uncreate and destroy all that? Mm-hmm. Right and wrong, good and bad, pun and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. And everywhere mm-hmm. that that has been the full expression of your potency and that there was nothing else available um because of the limited paradigm that you were operating from. Can we uncreate and destroy that please? Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyond. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just mm-hmm. a little bit of energy on that. Mm-hmm.
1: Hoo-wee! So so it's one of the um I did it. I don't know if you saw this, but I posted a like a pre-show um challenge for people to take an area of their life that they felt was sort of stuck or sticky and write down the central 3 to 5 questions they're asking in that area and mm. to listen into the show to to be able to see what those questions are creating and, and to learn how you might upgrade those questions in a way that opens up new space. Because here's the other dealio, guys, and this is why questions are more powerful than just thought or just, you know, thinking positive. Because the problem with positive thinking is that it has this other side called the negative influence. It's like sitting in front of a mirror going, I am beautiful. And then this other part of your brain's going, Oh my God, did you see that zit? You know, like there's this sort of, there's this push-pull with it. Whereas a question, if you look at something and you go, oh, I can't afford it. And you just change it to, I can't afford, I can't afford, I can't afford. There's that fear that you can't afford. But if you go, hmm, I wonder what I could do to afford this. I wonder how I could afford this. There's nothing to fight with. And what that does, what a question does, is it creates space. Mm -hmm. It opens space. Now, a problem, quote-unquote problem, is a solid thing. It's something with no space. Like, really, like, think about something that feels like a problem right now. Everybody on the... Lo- oh, wow. <laughs> I can't breathe, people. Oh. Okay, so just for a moment, just sit in that and notice how constricted. Notice mm-hmm. if there's any breathing... Notice how much space is here. About now, none. Just about none, right? So now just so add this. Yes. So just add this simple question to whatever whatever you brought up for yourself. What's beyond this? Just what's beyond this? And notice our producer's like, make it stop. <laughs> 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 We are, we are, honey. We're we're coming in with some tools here. So what's beyond this that I've never considered before? Just notice, the little, for some of you, a lot of space may have opened up. For some of you, a little space m- might have opened up. But the thing about it is, as soon as there's space, then there's a direction to go that is beyond the problem. And that's what questions do. They create the space that allows you to find the space that exists that is beyond the problem and actually the space where the problem doesn't even exist. Mm -hmm. I actually
2: really like, for me it's interesting because what's beyond this feels so much lighter than what's beyond this that I've never considered before. Um, Really? Yeah. Because what happens for me is then I'm like, well, have I considered it before? Like I go, (laughs) like I actually go into analytics in my brain about like, You know, like, what haven't I considered before? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's this very odd way that my brain tries to compare what I've considered and what I haven't. It's probably just me, but um, so. (laughs) So Yeah, so if you have an analytical mind, that may not be the best question for you. Yeah, because I go into computation when I ask that question. It doesn't really work. So I like what's beyond this. It feels so much lighter in my world, what's beyond this. And I think that's kind of why, um this morning, when we were talking about um oh gosh, now I just lost my train of thought um when i oh we were <laughs> we were asking the question as to whether we should make coffee at home or go to coffee garden to get coffee, okay now, this mm-hmm. is a very serious, significant question for our lives, and so we have to ask the question and and you know <laughs> consider it for a very long period of time because we wouldn't want to, you know, make the incorrect choice. Um, just kidding. But, um, we were playing with it. And so then you were like, what would my life be like in five years? If I went to coffee garden, what would my life be like in five years? If I stayed home and made coffee. Right. And, (laughs) um, and, um, I was I mean of course we were kind of joking but I was recognizing even then like that question of what will my life be like in 5 years which is a common access question to ask um <clears throat> again for me that's such a a question that actually puts me in computation because like 5 years is a really really long time um so I I go into this place into this kind of beyonds place it's really odd Um, And it actually doesn't create a lightness in my world. So, you know, for me, it was like, what would my life be like in an hour? (laughs) If I I went to Party. And that actually felt light and fun. And so really, Mm -hmm. like, my point in this is that even when you're asking questions, even if a question works for Megan, um, it might not work for me. Um, And so really playing with the question, playing with... um, the languaging of it because that because it 's really meant to create space and to create um like a, a possibility in your world um it's it's really about the lightness and the expansiveness of the energy that the question creates, so if the question whatever question you're asking if it's not creating that sense of lightness, then play around with the question, you know even if it 's quote the right question or the right access question. Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and uh, Rhonda said, uh, isn't that the thinking mind? And it is. Yeah. And like there's um, until that for you, like until that isn't such a strong force in you, yeah. probably that's not the best question for you to ask. <laughs> like for
2: now, ask the questions that help you access the energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, cuz my brain, yeah. my analytical kind of thinking brain just wants to pop in. Um and I think I you know, I don't think I'm alone in that. I think there's a lot of um people out there um that have that side of them. You know, like Megan, you're much more energetic in the way that you kind of operate your life. Um and I'm I am i i traditionally have been much more um much more into kind of conclusion and computation and analytics and um, comparison and all that kind of stuff. So I think for me, it's more of a challenge to stay in the energy and to um, let go of the expectations and, you know, whatever result that I'm thinking is going to come out of this process. Um, and so for me, I feel like it's it's much more of a proactive um like journey um, rather than it, it doesn't come as naturally to me, I don't think. Um, but I think I'm getting better and better and better at it. And I now find myself really becoming aware when I go into that thinking brain. And um, and for me, it's just about changing the question and then I can really get into the energy. Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. And that's really the message of this, right? Is when you craft questions for yourself, to just feel into the questions that create the most lightness for you. And even if, like, you're looking at an area of your life and it's like, I don't know what questions I'm asking, well, that means you're probably not asking questions. (laughs) So even if you just started writing, like, oh, okay, what's beyond this? Or what would it take to have this be different? Or how much fun could I have, like, (laughs) um, you know, playing with this in my life? Or whatever that question is, like, even just asking something asking a question that feels fun to you, that feels delightful to you, um, even if you don't know for sure what the questions are that you've been asking. And that's the tricky bit here, guys, is that if you're not conscious, and this is actually why I have all the reminders I do every day, is if you're not consciously asking questions, then what's going to happen is your unconscious programming takes over so whatever you know the top three to five questions that run your unconscious and mostly for most of us they ain't good boys and girls for most Mm -hmm. of us those unconscious questions aren't good because it's the programming we received in the first six years of our life before we be, be started coming into our conscious thinking mind and so if we're not consciously crafting questions then the unconscious questions are going to be what we're putting out into the universe on a daily basis.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what would be, do you, do you know what your unconscious questions have been? Like what kind of like your programming is? Oh, that
1: last minute one. I mean, that's why I talk about that so much, like paying, you know, like you were saying today, you use that metaphor a lot. Like that used to be my life. Like, paying the bills at the last minute. Oh, paying like, the rent. Oh my like, gosh. How am like, I, how am I going hmm. to mm-hmm. pay the rent? How am I going to pay the rent? How am I going to pay my bills? And like kind of going into this beyond like,
3: eek
1: around money. And then like, Oh, and then I would just pull, I would literally pull a rabbit out of the hat over mm-hmm. and over and over again. And it, and it was the way that I was allowing myself to feel magical, but it's mm-hmm. such a limitation because who I am is someone who can freaking change the world and I'm playing my little pulling my little rabbit out of my hat over my dumb rant. Mhm.
2: Mhm.
1: So I crafted a question, well I've actually got a couple of questions that um that can well it can reframe the last minute Uh, questions but it can also um, apply to many many things I'm very proud of this question I crafted before the show what have you made so vital valuable and real about limiting your questions so you can never create and have anything beyond the limitation you've been defining as you
2: Mm.
1: everything that brings up and lets down can we uncreate and destroy it Mhm. Right, wrong, good, yes. bad, pot, pock, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. I'll say it a few more times. What have you made so vital, valuable, and real about limiting your questions so you can never create and have anything beyond the limitation you've been defining as you?
2: Mm-hmm. Everything
1: that is times a gazillion, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, and pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds.
2: Mm.
1: I love it. That's a good one, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot a of the one. thing, a lot of the things that I'm doing um, around, like sort of not waiting to the last minute, and and sort of opening up to starting things earlier, is what are the magical possibilities of creating this? And to be asking that, um, like all the time, as opposed to four minutes before it's due. so that I I, because I think for myself I've I've had creation and work mixed up and I don't have I've got a lot of stuff on work for my childhood and so there's a lot of times that I put off things to the end because I saw it as hard work and Mm -hmm. so for me it's like you know how much fun can I have creating and generating money how much fun can I have creating and generating um, uh, people for our Unveil Your Magic event. How mm-hmm. much fun can I, do you know what I mean? Like, so that I'm playing with having all of creation be fun. I'm playing with this engagement and relationship with money that I don't have to put it off to the last minute. And that's the the other sort of change in questions that I began um, playing with.
2: Well, yeah, and I would say that the unconscious. Um, question that is maybe under that or, you know, before that is why is this so hard? Yeah, right? Like that, that is yeah. such an unconscious question that so many of us run like with money and with relationships and with our bodies and with everything. Like, why is this so effing hard? Right? Like that does not feel good. It does not feel light. Um, So like, Consider it where you're running that, like, um, why is this so hard question? And we're going to go on break. You're listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird, and we'll be back in a minute.
0: Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career, where we can have either lots of time and no money or or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or? Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word, AND. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613 800 8736 Or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to suzanne p. Stoffer at gmail dot com Now back to the program
1: do do
2: little what our music never gets old for me, <gasps> which is surprising. I know it's crazy, huh? I really do mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you're listening to Love life and all things weird. I apologize for interrupting you, my darling <laughs> <laughs> oh made is that f m so
1: one of the things that I really don't want to forget to talk about is that the 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 brain is it's i i don't even know like it's so far like it's so it's capable of so much it's like the it's so smart and <laughs> that was what I could come up with. And when and we're putting these we we're putting in such limit limited parameters, right? Um and the other thing is is that because our brain wants to be successful, it tends to only want to let you ask questions that that it knows the answer to. Which, by the way, is not a question. Mm-hmm. If you know the answer to it, it's not a question. And so huh? when we ask no, isn't
2: it? Still it's like a what, it's, it's like just a question you have an answer to.
1: No, because it's because there it's a, a real question is something that doesn't have an answer. Mm. What? How you doing? How you doing? So a, a, an answer is an answer. A question is something that opens the door to a new possibility. A question is something that opens the door to new awareness. If you know the answer to it, it's not a real question. Because it has a conclusion and therefore does not open space.
2: I'm going to have to ponder this. (laughs) You ponder that. But but hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. (sighs) No, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, I get that it's like, you know, an answer is definitive, an answer is limiting. Um, So I get it from that perspective.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And if the point of the question is to engage the universe and to open space, that does not create that, right? Mm. So, um, So when you ask a question, really, that... If you ask a big enough question that you can really chew on, that's when you engage the universe because the universe goes, yeah, that. Because it's, the, the universe is an infinite expanding consciousness and we're infinite beings infinitely expanding within that infinite expanding universe. And so if we're asking questions that already have an answer, it's like, well, you have the answer to that. You don't need me. But when you ask a question that's beyond your scope, then you have to engage the universe. You have to engage the invisible force of the universe. When you truly, truly do not know how the hell something's going to happen or, you know, what that answer might be or what that awareness might be to that question, you literally, I think, I think the universe gets so excited and it's like, okay, yeah. I'm coming in because that's bus 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 bus, and it like it it engages something that is.
2: Whoa, <laughs> she is like um, blowing up her uh, microphone. <laughs> it is the power of the energy of the question. No, but I was just absolutely having when she, she's got to figure that out with her headset. But um, what? just dawned on me I was just having this like aha moment while she was talking about that because you know um like Megan has always always um asked huge questions like almost impossible questions and it's been almost in a way irritating to me right um because it seems so far out there that I'm like could we just be a little bit realistic you know on asking these crazy you know almost seemingly impossible things and what i'm getting now this awareness that i'm getting now in this moment is that i don't want to be that out of control like i <laughs> i'm asking questions that are more realistic because they're in the scope of what I already know is possible, which helps me feel safe. It helps me feel like I'm not out of control. So I'm just having this crazy awareness of the reason why that has bugged me so much when Megan um, has been doing that. Right, when she's so far out there, like she's so far out of control and definition and actually in in that possibility and like i I don't even know if I'm being clear on the way I'm saying it because I'm so in the awareness of it, like my whole body is buzzing, so this has been like such a place for me of still trying to control my my what's happening for me. Um, So no wonder I get so irritated because she's actually trying to bring me to (laughs) this new place. She's trying to bring me to this out of comfort zone and out of definition and out of control. And the, the part of me that wants to hang on to my, um, You know, who I am, the definition, and almost the limitation of who I am and what I've almost, like, controlled myself to be. You know, she's, like, pushing me up against that. So what a crazy awareness. And thanks, babe. Like, I know that I've been really irritated for many, many years (laughs) around this. But um, I kind of get it now in a whole new way of I am absolutely just not wanting to let go of control and my own limited definition of who I am and what's possible for me. Are you back, my darling? (laughs) She's not. Oh my gosh, apparently this was so awesome and amazing that she just like got blown into the ethers. <laughs> so, how many of you are resonating with this? Like I would love to um I would love to hear like in the chat room and also like later on um in Weird on Air like what is this bringing up for you and um, where have you almost unconsciously or secretly been limiting yourself around? Um, oh my gosh, I I, I can't even talk. Um, so cool. So I'm getting lots of feedback in the chat room. Kier says I've been coming up against my control issues too as of late. Um, that's so cool. And Oh, what else? Who else is saying this? Kaylin is saying that this is really opening up a lot. Gypsy Jen says huge thanks, Suzanne. Cool, you guys. Like, I mean, this is the thing: is I've been in this question uh, for so long um, about you know how can I open up to working with the universe? How can I be in sync with the universe? How can I? allow the universe to conspire with me so I've been asking those questions for years and I'm and this is been in the way like I'm only able to dream so far and I'm only able to let go of control so far and I'm only able to let go of definition and form so far Um, but not too much darling are you back I'm back,
1: sweetie. (laughs) Apparently, I went off into the universe and danced with
2: molecules in the green room. (laughs) Oh, God, I was having this crazy awareness, darling. I I missed it. it. (laughs) I'm going to have to fill you in. I couldn't even talk. (laughs) And then you left me. (laughs) Oh, damn it, Charlie. I know. And now we have like a minute and a half. My goodness. I'm going to have to listen to this show just to hear my own awarenesses and what came out of me. Because <laughs> I'm like my whole body's buzzing. It's just kind of like, whoa, this is crazy. So anyways, it, thank you, everybody, for holding space for me around that. And, um, you know, we always say that we do this show for all of you, but we also do it for us. It's just incredible. So, darling, I do want to remind people that our um, Unveil Your Magic is coming up. It's coming up so close, August 19th and 20th, and we are live streaming it. So please go to Weird on Air with Megan and Suzanne um, and tell us that you're interested in live streaming. We're having, we're talking to people doing pods. Um, all over the place. We have people flying here. It's going to be so amazing. Um, and the links are on Suzanne Stauffer, on our my Facebook page, and on Megan Silito, Megan's Facebook page, and on our Weird on Air page. So please come check it out. We're going to be creating so much magic, and we absolutely want you there. Um, so if that feels light and right for you, please check it all out. And thank you so much. We'll be back next week um, for more about Ask and Receive. Bye for now.
0: Mm-hmm. Bye, everybody.
2: Thank you for listening to
0: Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A to Zen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.